This is the NSOJ Tanoi Podcast, the official podcast of the National School of Journalism, Bangalore. Hello everyone, welcome to the NSOJ Tanoi Podcast. I am Timothy Franklin and my guest today is Prem Koshi, the third generation owner of the eponymous Koshi's Restaurant in Bangalore. I caught up with Prem in his restaurant on St. Mark's Road less than two weeks since restaurants were allowed to open after the coronavirus lockdown. We discussed the legacy and the future of the 70-year-old cafe and restaurant. Stay tuned and eavesdrop. Okay, the, thank you very much, uh, Prem, for... Uh, making the time and we're here on this uh, beautiful Saturday um, monsoon afternoon mm-hmm. at yep. uh, the iconic Koshi's uh, cafe and restaurant. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the history of what is a Bangalore institution now? Well, uh, thank you, Timothy. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor and a, and a pleasure to be with you and uh, you know, be able to you know uh, chat with you. Uh, because yes, we have had a huge amount of time to reflect uh, about who we are, what our purpose here is, and uh, yes, uh, I have had the time to sit down and think about the uh, the purpose of my being here and being handed this amazing gift or you know this amazing uh, responsibility of keeping uh, Koshi's uh, going. You know, uh, my brother and me, you know, have strived uh, after my granddad and dad passed away. We are the third generation now that's looking after uh, this uh, hallowed ground. Yes, uh, <laughs> we say it's hallowed ground because a lot of my customers call it a space where they have found uh, an un- un- uncanny, unbelievable, you know, place of rest and peace. You know, they can come here and they've been here. You know, some have come. It's now five generations. Also, I see on a table once in a while. So, uh, basically, this endeavor was started because. Uh, you know, Canon Reverend Elphick, the great principal of Bishop Cottons, the principal of my dad and uncle, uh, requested my grandfather to do something because uh, the St. Mark's Church needed some kind of uh, a, a, an income because when the church was handed over, you know, the, the collections and stuff like that were very, very minimal. Membership also was very minimal as the army left it and they taken over. So on that level, we were told that the building should be built, the building was built. We built the building, etc., etc. Yeah, and we pay, uh, you know, the church a uh, very good rent. A lot of people think that we, you know, we, 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 yeah. Somebody told me, sir, you are sitting on churches given free land. <laughs> so I had to correct. But no, we are honored and blessed because of that, uh, and we are honored and blessed that the church uh, still supports us and have been so kind through these 70 years, nearly, nearly 70 years that we've been here. So it's a time and space that we need to be. So, to get to the point is that uh, not only has the support been here, but uh, I am truly touched by the overwhelming level of support that I've got through this entire period. Yes, most people have been lonely and, uh, and, you know, and sort of isolated at home. I have not. People have called from all over the world. People have called from all over the world, literally from practically every country, inquiring about how are you doing? Are you all going to be able to manage? When are you going to open? All of that, all the usual questions, right? And I am just so glad that we are now able to open and I'm able to say we're open, yeah. 
it was. That's uh, yeah. you know brings me nicely to the next question. Yes. Um, as a Bangalore institution, how have your regular patrons supported you during this period? Uh, if you can, you know, uh, list for us some examples of how you've really felt in tangible way, um, you know, ways that your patrons have supported you. Yeah. So answering. Uh, answering your whatsapp or you know i'm not on social media but answering your whatsapp or phone call directly phone calls from around the world from auckland from japan right <laughs> from uh, from alaska yes i have friends calling and saying prem hold hang in there please hang in there you know if there's anything you need anything you need including financial help is what people have offered right and i was made aware just a few days ago that apparently you know throughout this lockdown period you know, on the social media where people were really active, everybody's saying, to, you know, there was conversation, what are you going to do when, when you, you know, when the lockdown is lifted? First thing you're going to do when lockdown is lifted. Everybody actually, yeah, roared Let's up go to Koshi's. Yeah, Koshi's copy first thing first, okay? And yeah. it actually happened. When we opened the doors, it was just unbelievable. All of my regulars plus all of our quote-unquote celebrity regulars were here, right? To support, just give us the comfort. Yeah, and I am also ever indebted you know, to my staff, who have been just amazing. My we'll talk about your, your staff. Yeah. We'll oh, talk about yeah. your staff. Okay. But uh, um, this is the support that I've received from our patrons and uh, everyone now around. You talked about, uh, you know, it must be quite emotional for you to, you know, unexpectedly uh, have offers of people to say, can we support you financially? Mm. But tell us, uh, Prem, how has this entire period of time, which is I think the first in global history where the whole yes. world is, has sort yes, of come yes, to a standstill. Yes. How has it affected you financially? Financially it's tough. It's very, very tough. In fact, uh, you know, we said, okay, one month was alright. We had to pay our employees. We kept everybody paid. Second month was okay. Third month was okay. Alright. But, uh, but the thing, but the thing is that, uh, you know, after the third month, things are going to get really difficult. We had some reserves that we put back in, and we are going to keep plowing back the reserves that we had. But it is winding really fast. So, what are your be... heads of expenditure that you yeah, know? Well, you primarily, know, unfortunately, rent. Unfortunately, I, I think unfortunately, have... rent is the biggest one, yeah. and then it's the overheads. Yeah, this is an old building, seventy years old. Mm. Uh, plus, you know the you know the electricity bills itself are very high. And not only that, our labor costs are really high because most of my beautiful people who are here, okay, have been here for more than minimum 10, 20 to 30 years, right? So they have their accrued, you know, their their their, their wages are pretty pretty high uh, for all these years of service that need to be done and need to be taken care and of. And that's what makes mm. Koshi's an institution, the people here. Yes. Uh, you walk in here and sometimes you yes. feel like you're a member of the club, yes. right? Yes. Uh, um, so. Because they've been here for 10, 15, maybe 20 years. So. Um, how have you been able to keep morale high uh, yes. with them? I mean, so. You're also struggling yes. to keep this place open, yes. but also yes. you don't want to let them go. Tell us a little such bit about how you've been able to. Such an important aspect of who we are what we do and ultimately what is the purpose of us being here together. So uh, my old grandpa used to tell me the only place you need to look at buddy is <laughs> getting a little crazy here but only place you need to turn to look at for anything to go on infinitely is look at mother nature right and what is that what is that in mother nature that you learn from this it says it's the most simple thing if you want to go on infinitely, infinitely, then 
the exchange, the giving and the receiving has to be balanced. Yes? Just like your breath. Once you give out your breath, the mother nature takes it, turns it into lovely oxygen and gives it back to you. If you don't breathe, it's very relevant in this corona time, if you don't breathe properly, yes, if you don't give back enough, okay, to that endeavor or to that activity, then the the sort of cup is half full, you don't get the ability to take back and refill the cup. That is the principle that Koshis has worked on, okay? The balance. And when I was when I was little, this is what my grandpa told me. It's the all about the balance. If you put too much in your pocket, if the customers get too much of an advantage on another level, if your employees get too much of an advantage and the balance goes, then you have a problem. Then you have actually you have stagnation, lack of lack of flow, the flow, the inflow and outflow is lack and therefore that starts to decay, that all of that comes from the stagnation. So this flow has to be open, right? And that is the most important part that I think Mother Nature is trying to teach us today. We have started taking too much from the planet. We have become the, the dominant destroyer. We have become the cancer to our, to our planet. And we are now facing the consequence, right? So that's what this business is built on. The principles is built on that, okay? And of course, they asked me, why, well, I'll let me tell you something. The other day somebody came and said, sir, this fellow waiter, he thinks he owns a place. Yeah? Huh? He's telling me like he owns the place, what to do? He has more authority than you. I said, sir, in your interaction with this young man, okay, he is an old man, but it is a young man, in that moment, in this space, he has the authority. Yeah. He has the authority. He has to see that you are served the best food. He has to see that social distancing is kept. He has to act as if this place belongs to him. And that is how this venture has gone on so far. The balance has been there. You can't motivate people with money. You can't motivate them with speeches. But if they feel they belong, they are part of, which is not only my employees but every single one of my customers yes my customers behave as if they own the place <laughs> yes yep. yeah and that is another point that i need to get to there is no ownership here there's an endeavor that is being worked together and together we need to move forward i would flip that around and i would think it's a huge credit to to you that everybody feels like they own the place that there's ownership Important. it's very difficult in this day and age to have employees who have ownership that's yes. something to yes. be uh, and that's what makes Koshi's um, the way um, it is and so dear to so many people's uh, hearts. Now, I, I believe that we are in this for the long haul until there's a viable vaccination or there's enough of herd immunity build, uh, built, which may take months or perhaps mm -hmm. uh, longer. What challenges do you face in mm -hmm. keeping Koshi's open? direct challenge of course is the you know the economical challenge the economics of it the finance part of it does it that worry is, you does, that do is, you think that yes, you know? no it doesn't worry me okay so it doesn't worry me because at this stage of my life okay I have uh, come to a point where uh, there is something very important uh, most people would laugh because I'm the last people last person that people associate with a a sense of uh, what I call uh, faith hmm. or a spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual aspect of this whole thing. Okay, so there are three questions that I ask myself: Is this my business? 
is this your business or is this God's business? Okay. So I think in this present situation, it's not very much I can do about the present situation that we are in. Okay. There's not very much my government or the world leaders can do about the situation in the present. So I am forced. If not forced, I'm yeah. I'm pushed into a a, a position where I have to let go and let. God, the universe, the higher intelligence, whatever you might call it, in whatever way you might call it, yeah, to then take over and let this thing pass. I will do what I can. I wake up in the morning, I thank God for giving me the breath that I can take, I'm healthy breath, and I can do exactly what I need to do, which is get to this business, see that whoever comes to that door is treated like a God because they are part of this whole intelligence in God Himself, right? See that they get the best, so that they come here and spend the 10 rupees that they have to, instead of going to a hundred thousand places that they can use to spend that money in, right? So this is my goal. Wake up in the morning, do my duty, do what I can, to the best of my ability, let the rest go, one day at a time, take it forward. Yes? If I go into the past, I'm terrified because of all the, the stuff that has happened. Yeah, it's really resentful and angry and, you know, you're frustrating. If I go into the future, yes, it's just fear, pure fear, because you don't know what's going to happen. But what do I have perfect control over? This moment. And in this moment, I can exercise my beautiful gift of free will. I can choose to do what I do best, choose to do what I love. And this is what I love doing. But, love but you also need people, your, your customers, to exercise their free will and yeah. and order so, so a meal, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course I need my customers to have my free will and order a meal. And What's uh, the difference? I mean, for so people the to thing is, just, you know, yes. coffee versus a meal, yeah. what's the difference? The, the coffee versus a meal thing is that I think, you know, because uh, what has happened in my home, right, is that we've started, during the lockdown, we've had to eat at home. My mom-in-law bless her soul, made the most delicious Kerala food that we have ever eaten, okay? So for the past three months, I've been in a little bit of heaven there, okay? But she still insisted that I eat at home. Eating outside food, dangerous. Hmm. You might get something, somebody is there, you're going to be exposed, right? So each, that perception of being safe enough to go out and consume food, okay, which next to breathing is the most important thing we have to do, yeah. okay, is or that mindset needs to change, okay? And when that happens, I guess we'll all start seeing people coming out. Yeah. Now, a couple of countries around the world, they're bravado, right? People are going out and eating and doing things they want to, which is fine. Hopefully, we will all look at each other and say, all right, we can also do this a bit, instead of going completely stupid, being, you know, stupid, right? Yeah. There is a difference between that. There is the virus out there, there is a pandemic happening, so we need to be safe. So that's what we're doing right now. We're all being safe. We're taking one day at a time, seeing what goes on and get, getting better one single moment at a time. So I thank you. You, you you've uh, been through um, through several um, years and you've seen many, many world events that have happened. Yeah. Is there anything in living memory that has affected Koshis and Bangalore yeah. in the manner that the current pandemic has? I don't think so, right? The last big event, I think, was the crazy Second World War, during which time my grandpa was here and suffered, right? In fact, Koshis was born out of the war. Yeah, <laughs> after the banks collapsed, my, my old man went out collecting yeah, people in the church and 
people in school remember from he as a bank manager he had a daimler to go to my my uncle and my dad were driven to cottons in a daimler right yeah and then all of a sudden the war happened the bank went bust they took all the money and ran for it saying it needed for the war effort my grandfather could have left and gone back to kerala but he stayed yes he stayed he said these people put their money in my name in my trust in my bank i will rebuild our we will rebuild our lives the one of the great miracles of bangalore he was then seen going from cycle on cycle to cycle a cycle from home to home there are people in living memory who are here who remember my granddad actually bringing the flower and handing it to him mm. and then in the evening collecting that bread back that was baked for one an hour or half an hour or something like that right mm. so that from there is where koshi was born and we are here today because of that and i believe that that spirit is what is going to carry us forward yes yeah, yeah? like uh, uh, this young gentleman is just so walking yeah he was the first to come and have a meal he's had a meal for the past 40 years he's a kotonian he's been here with us and eaten with us practically every day right mm-hmm. yeah. so he was one of the first to be here thank you um last question for you yeah. and um you talked about the spirit yes and uh, as we see businesses around uh, the city and the country and the world closing yeah. restaurants closing yeah. bars closing yeah. um there is a collective imperative of bangloreans yes. yes and i think there's a moral responsibility yes. to ensure that koshi's um thank you remains Blessed. open and remains vibrant and a place where lawyers journalists yes, um and um, um whoever else students they come in here and have a place where they can have conversation they can be um, a, a place where uh, it's a home away from home and how in your words stream can bangloreans support you during this period to ensure that this institution remains an institution for generations to come so the first thing i would uh, i would i would request people to do is just like herd immunity there is something called herd consciousness right so if all of us consciously want an event to happen mother nature as we know a higher power okay god if you may call is waiting to fulfill every one of our desires so deep in our hearts consciously if there is a desire for us to return to normal to lead this amazing symbiotic life that we were gifted to to treat our mother properly right yeah. yes yes to each one of us help this is what this lesson is all about this lesson is all about if you want to survive as a species if you want to carry on doing what you do you have to follow my laws and the law is the simple the first and most simple law is love yeah yeah so i when i go out and talk to people it's very simple if you care about something it comes to your attention once that attention comes okay you have something that benefits you from that caring then the next thing is sharing you share it with those around you yeah out of that sharing comes appreciation because we start appreciation in each other when we share and then of course out of that sharing and appreciation comes the most important thing that everything that we strive for is love yeah caring sharing appreciating and loving each other will get us through anything in the universe we have survived for thousands and millions of millennia right and we will carry on doing that hopefully if i keep those principles if we keep those principles in our business stopping greedy share see that everybody gets it's fair people said oh you have such a great reputation you should increase your prices babe that place a place a place b has increased the price by 40% 
What is that? What is that? What does that do? What does it do? It upsets the balance. Yes. Goes back to your first, yes. one of your first response. Upsets the balance. And therefore, it won't survive for long. Now, there are businesses that have work on that principle. Maximize profit, shut down, go. Right. It's like saying, what we do? Yes. Go cut down all the trees, make the furniture, build the houses, build the things, have the air condition, have the cars. So it doesn't matter. We don't care. Right now is the time that we have to start caring. Not only for our mother, treating her well, but for each other. This is time for truth. Truth is being shown. The stress is so much on us that actually it is showing. The violent are getting more violent. The lying and the, and the, and the misinformation is getting larger. And yet at the same time, on the other side, you see some of the most daring, caring acts of selfless sacrifice. Yeah? Daring ways of survival. People are going to extreme length to help their neighbors and survivors. And I am so, so grateful. And I have such great belief in humanity that this will happen again. Wonderful. So let's toast to a collective consciousness to um, heal the planet and also to come together and also share in this community of people who can come together and have conversations where there's love and where there's truth. That's right. Prem Kushi, thank, you. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, sir.